You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Home stretch here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Joe and Aaron are enjoying their post Super Bowl of vacations with Mark Drumheller. I'm Jim Rodriguez. Thanks for hanging out with us today on this President's Day Monday. Been a good show, man. Go back to the Odyssey app, hit that rewind function, and catch up on all the things that we've talked about. Of course, our daily podcast will be out later today. You can, of course, hit us up on the YouTube channel of the Odyssey Network, as well as our Twitch channel. Lots of places to get all your wager entertainment uh, today and the rest of the week. Mark and I will be here tomorrow, so 9 to noon Eastern. We'll have some fun, Mark. Now let's talk a little pucks. Now listen, I would argue, Mark, that the NHL had a better weekend then the NBA, I mean, 70,000 over at MetLife Stadium on Saturday for the Flyers and the Devils, 80,000 at MetLife Stadium on Sunday for the Rangers and the Islanders. And now let's bring in an NHL analyst for the Action Network. It's Michael Leboff. You can find him, by the way, already is, this guy's this guy's the favorite in my book, uh, over on his X uh, account, the big Lebowski. Uh, let's bring him in. Michael, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty pretty well. Uh, I'm an Islander fan, so I actually did not uh, enjoy the stadium series uh, this weekend at all. So, <laughs> well, I was thinking that the global community, the hockey, the global hockey community, uh, it, it was amazing. Now, now, the first the first thing that I noticed, what I thought was awesome, was the fact that how the Flyers and the Devils on Saturday kind of got into character at the stadium arrival. The Flyers were wearing their their rocky gray sweatpants and sweatshirt with the white towel, and and then the the Devils came in wearing their their Tony Soprano uh, track suits and stuff. It had to be a great weekend for the NHL as a whole, though. I mean, talk about some eyeballs and and, and f- filling up MetLife Stadium. That must have been amazing for the league. Yeah, yeah, the. Uh... They uh, they did a, a pretty good job, you know. Sometimes these um, these outdoor games can lose their luster a bit, and um, but but this weekend I thought, yeah, it's as good as the NHL uh, could hope for. I'm just unfortunate that uh, the Islanders <laughs> had to spoil it for me. So I'm, I'm I'm doing my best to conjure up some some enthusiasm about it. But uh, it, that was a that was a tough loss last night. Yeah, it was. Second with the uh, stadium series, Mike, I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, me personally, I bet both overs yesterday. There were a ton of goals. Is that something that we typically see in these stadium series games? And and what makes it unique and how can betters attack these games in the future? Yeah, I think um, what ended up happening was people automatically assumed these games would go under. Um, because the first few winter mm-hmm. classics were um, kind of cagey. Um, but 
a lot of that was just that they couldn't really figure out the the ice. Like they just it took a while for the NHL to get the ice, the formula for for the ice uh, down. And one thing that has become apparent in um, in these outdoor games is it, it's really tough on the goaltenders. Last night, uh, especially like it, it was a four o'clock start. It was supposed to be three, but the sun was still out, which I thought was pretty funny that the NHL was like, "Oh, we got to delay the game because the sun is still out." But um, that that throws the goalies off a bit, and it's not just you know seeing the pocket stopping it, but the you know being able to pick it up early enough to know where you're putting a rebound and and that uh, those kind of intricacies of the position. So uh, goaltenders have a tough time with these outdoor games, and I think that's led to um, a, a scoring increase in in them. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting, I guess next next year. I think there's uh, the Winter Classic is back in Chicago, and then there's one outdoor game at um, the horseshoe in the, uh, in Col- for Columbus and Detroit. So we'll see where those totals uh, end up, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if uh, what you were alluding to ends up being the kind of pattern from, from betters. Michael, before we get into tonight's card, and by the way, it's a great opportunity for the NHL, basically no NBA, uh, you know, they have the whole week to themselves, most of the week to themselves. Um, the, I'm down in Miami, and the Florida Panthers have just been remarkable. Obviously, coming off their run to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, they have been road warriors, went up to Tampa, sent a message there. They are now atop the East, 8-1, to one, tied with Edmonton uh, as favorites to win the Stanley Cup. They're the favorites to win the East. Handicap the Panthers for me. Is that the play there in the East? Yeah, they're um... – they're a special group. I think, uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about uh, the Panthers back in um, December on, on our NHL podcast line change at the action network saying that we could, we could see this team really starting to round into form um, and they weren't healthy yet. And what ended up happening was they, right as we were talking about that, they got their bodies back in the lineup, Aaron Eckblad and, and Brandon Montour. And, and, and they started to, to skid a bit like four or five and one, I think in a, in their first 10 games or so. And um, you know, that's when we said, all right, this, this, that was more poor luck than anything else in a, in a tough schedule. Um, and it ended up you know, being the, the correct take. Cause this team is there. Not only are they just doing really well right now, but this is a team that um, is built to withstand the rigors of uh, the NHL playoffs. They showed it last year. So, that's not a really bold take, but they're deep up front. The blue line has been per, like just put together brilliantly um, considering the cap space that they had uh, and the goalies have been great. So this is a team that they're, they're one of the, uh, the truly, you know, uh, I would say a true contender um, right now. So I, I don't think that eight to one is, is the best price that uh, you could have had, but if, if you're a Panthers fan, you want to be a part of the party. I think that they, they deserve to be one of the favorites and, and they're definitely to me, the favorite in the East. So they should be a clear favorite. I think uh, in the Eastern conference right now, especially because I don't think their, their path, if they win that division will be particularly tough to get through uh, the first couple rounds. Mike, a part of the landscape of the NHL futures market right now that catches my eye is the Pacific Division, right? So we look at it, the Canucks, obviously a great story this year, minus 300 to win that division. But then below it, you have Edmonton, who's tied with Florida as favorites to, you know, to win the whole thing. And then you have, you know, 
Vegas, it, what I think is might be a pretty valuable number at nine to one. They won the Stanley Cup last year. Talk to me a little bit about that division, how you see it playing out. Can either of those teams at those plus money prices really catch Vancouver here down the stretch? I. It'll be it'll be tough, right? That that's a pretty big gap, twelve points with uh, you know just about a third of the season to go. But the thing I'll say about Vancouver is, is the hockey world has kind of just been waiting for them to uh, regress a little bit because they are they're finishing uh, their scoring chances at a, at a pretty um, high rate, and, and sometimes that stuff just stays up. They do they do have uh, some some elite playmakers and finishers on that team, so it shouldn't be that surprising that they're their shooting percentage is as high as it is, but at the same time, um, you know, that's, that's something that always causes some skepticism among um, hockey betters and modelers. So uh, I, I mean, I would chase the price if, if you were to ask me, you know, if, if I wanted to lay it with Vancouver at, at minus 300 or, or play, uh, you know, one of Vegas or, or Edmonton, I, I think that there's a little bit of room for Edmonton to wiggle their way into it. Um, considering they've got you know, five games at hand, but still 15 points, uh, is, is such a massive number to make up that I wouldn't say it's like an, a, an appealing want to run to, to make the bet kind of bet. But um, if I had to choose between the two, I would definitely take uh, one of the uh, one of the chasers rather than lay it with Vancouver. Yeah. And the, in the central of the West is an interesting run as well. I mean, Dallas atop the heap there, 75 points, three ahead of Colorado and four ahead of Winnipeg. Last week, we, we talked a little hockey on the show, and people were telling me to, to keep an eye on Dallas as a future, both out of the West and for the Stanley Cup. Tell us about Dallas. Is, 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 are there something, is there somebody you're looking at possibly uh, to make a deep run? Yeah, I think the Stars, and, and the nice thing about the Stars is you can probably wait a little while still. Like I'd, Because of Edmonton, and the attention that they're going to get. And because of Vegas being the uh, defending champ and Florida's run uh, right now, like the, the stars are still flying under the radar a bit here, despite having a really good uh, start to the second half. And um, they just aren't really a high profile team to begin with. Like most, most folks will just default to Colorado uh, in, in this race rather than Dallas, which, you know, to me, it's that the stars depth, really uh, and their goaltending kind of sets them apart from Colorado. I think Colorado is a, is a bear and, and a really tough team to deal with because of uh, their star power, but um, the stars can beat you by rolling four lines and, and they're scoring at a, at the best clip in the league right now. So it's, it's the type of number that I think is going to hang around despite, I mean, unless Dallas just gets scorching hot, like the Panthers have. So I, I think you probably have, um, you, you probably have some, you can be patient and just see how this shakes out with Dallas, maybe get a clear idea of what their path is going to look like. But yeah, they are, they're legitimate too. I, I, I would say right now, like the Panthers in the East and between the stars and Oilers for me uh, in the West right now, uh, if I had to pick a favorite there, of course there's you know still a plenty of runway left, but uh, if, if, if you were to, to end the season today, those would be the three teams I would consider the, the kind of first tier uh, of the bunch. Let's head over to the Metro. Uh, me being a Flyers fan, you being an Islanders fan, we can probably find common ground. We do not want to see the Rangers win this division, right? Is there any value on Carolina? Tell me what your thoughts are on them. Yeah, so if actually, I'm glad you brought it up. This is something I've been saying for about the Hurricanes for a couple of weeks now. It's, 
if you're going to bet Carolina to win the division, I would also just take a stab on them to, to win the president's trophy uh, to have the most points by the time the, the regular season ends. Cause if they are to catch the Rangers, they're, they're six points back, which is obviously not an insurmountable gap, but um, it's still plenty of work to do. Uh, if, if they do that, it means that they're going to put a little bit of pressure on, um, you know, the Vancouver's and Florida's of the world uh, at the top of the entire standing. So um, I, I don't hate Carolina. Uh, I know that they're, you know, about plus 150 to win the division right now. I'd rather just take the bigger number on them uh, to, to really just get scorching hot and, and win the president's trophy uh, and finish with the best record in the league by uh, the season's end. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Makes sense. Doc. Talk to me about uh, Mike. Talk to me about some some awards. Obviously, Connor Bedard is is the favorite for Rookie of the Year coming back from injury. Is there any path where you see anyone else, or has he done enough? Because I guess what I'm saying is, at some point, when do the Blackhawks pull the plug on this and say, "Listen, you know, he's coming off an injury. We want him long term. Has he done enough to be the Rookie of the Year, or is there a path for somebody else?" I think if, if he doesn't finish uh, the season, like if he misses more than, you know, five more games, uh, there's probably a path for a player like Brock Faber to win the award. But I think the Hawks will let him play out the entire season so long as uh, he um, he avoids another injury. And, and it's not the kind of, kind of thing 
that injury wasn't the kind of uh, ordeal where you'd worry about like him re-injuring it unless he gets hit in the head again, which, you know, that's just part mm-hmm. of the game. But um, so I'm not too worried about that. The, the awards races were, they were interesting for about, you know, two or three months. And, and I thought we were going to have a, a real um, kind of wide open race for every award. But since then the, uh, the cream's really risen to the top. I think you can still find some value in the, the Vezina race to be the, the best goalie in the league. Um, Jacob Markstrom of Calgary has, has had a really strong season, but the team hasn't gone that well. If, if they can somehow fight their way into the playoffs or if he gets traded, uh, I can see him being a little bit of value uh, at, at his current price. He, he, last week he was around 35 to one. Those numbers are varying all over the place, but uh, he, he'd be interesting to me. And Stuart Skinner's a really long number for Edmonton. Um, if, if they just stay on this role and, and he continues to, to play as well as he has for them since, uh, since the holidays, he could start to get some attention. You would need Connor Hellebuck and, and Thatcher Demko to, to slow down considerably, but um, on, on the awards boards, like that's really it. I mean, I, I think people will start to talk about Austin Matthews to win the heart um, if he gets to 70 goals, but uh, he's seven to one. Now that, that price has taken a, a dip and, the way that uh, Kucherov for the Lightning and, and McKinnon are going for the Avalanche, it's it's just not long enough for me. So, um, you know, the, the, the Vezina race would be the only one, I think, that has some uh, decent value left in it. All right, really quick, Mike. We got about 60 seconds to go. Any plays on the board tonight that you like? Uh, yeah, I like the Ducks today at 1230 uh, against the Sabres. Uh, they're plus 170. I just don't think Buffalo's good enough. Uh, to to warrant those odds basically against anybody. Um, the Seattle Kraken have taken money, and I think that that's offered a good opportunity to go the other way with the Red Wings. Um, they're plus 120 right now, um, and I think that there's just not that big of a gap between these two teams. And I'll probably play the Senators uh, against my better judgment uh, in the 7 p.m. puck drop against the Lightning as, a, as an underdog. So those are the three that uh, I'm looking at. Nice. Always good stuff. It's Michael Leboff from uh, NHL uh, Analyst for the Action Network. You can hit him up on X at the Big Lee, L-E-E, Bowski. Thanks for hanging out with us, my brother. You got it. Good luck tonight. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. T- I tell you what, NHL's uh, been getting a lot of pub. I mean, again, I'm, I'm still – I'm not the biggest hockey guy. I'll be the first one to admit it, but to see – 80,000, you know, 70,000 back-to-back days uh, over there for hockey. For those who enjoy the the frozen stuff, it's got to be a, a good stuff. And it's going to get well, It's going to get good stuff. You know, the Panthers down here in Miami, it's going to be a good race. Let's take a break. We'll wrap this thing up. Lightning bets. Who do we like tonight? With Mark, I'm Jim. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMG.